Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. What's up? Middle of the week, Wednesday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but C Spire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. So here's the real deal. The best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. C Spire. Com. Best way for you to get in touch with us is via the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Forty minutes ago, Brett McMurphy on Twitter reported that Jeff Long is out as Kansas's athletic director. That's according to sources. On Monday... Les Miles and Kansas mutually agreed to part ways. Jeff Long hired Les Miles in 2018. Um, as predicted right here on Sports Talk Mississippi, with no inside sources at the uh, University of Kansas, or KU as it is more affectionately known, this is just not surprising at all. No sources, just common sense. That's all we had yep. working for us yesterday. Does that bring oh, well, this saga to an end? It, it shouldn't. Yeah. Especially after reading Ross Dellinger's column today. He talked to somebody that was on the board at LSU when they decided to keep Les Miles. Um, it's a disaster. And there are so many national people that are so quiet. So this should be a story. This should be, when you pull up ESPN today, them finding the newest angle. But they have, apparently, uh, really across the board, except for Ross, who is a guy that covered the program and lived in Baton Rouge and has deep personal ties to the place. He's the only one that's willing to talk about it extensively. So credit to him for, for actually you know, conducting journalism. But he's the only one anymore that's actually like, hey, guys, there's more to this story. What was it, 21 separate well, well, he instances? And, he and that crew at USA Today that have been the that, investigative that reporters initially from broke the beginning. It. Yeah, uh, I'm talking about reaction post-report. Yeah. It hadn't been there. I mean, we're, we're in the 20s of instances that they mentioned in the report from 2013 of reported physical or sexual assault involving student-athletes and females on campus that mm-hmm. went unreported, ignored, or covered up. And yet, it's just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, Kansas, here's a hot board for Kansas's new football coach. Like, Just dangled it off and diverted everybody's attention. It's crazy. I do think it's over for Kansas, though. They fired everybody they need to fire. They can You can move away from Kansas now and move back to LSU in terms of what you want to focus on. Interestingly I don't, I don't... enough, the school where the actions 
did not happen, have fired the head football coach and the athletic director. At LSU, the school where the actions happened, they put two people on suspension, one for 30 days and one for 21 days. Now, in fairness, I suppose if Joe Oliva had still been the AD and Les Miles had still been the football coach, then those two people would have been fired as a result of this. But there were other people that knew and other people that were involved, and they've done a lot of passing the buck in Baton Rouge over the last few days with regard to who should have done what. And ultimately, Burge-Osbury got a 30-day suspension without pay, and the other AD got, uh, or the other assistant athletic director got a 21-day suspension without pay. That's enough. Just saying. Yeah. And I know, by the way, there are 18 safeguards that uh, LSU is putting in place going forward to make sure that this never happens again. Woo, nailed it. Did they choose 18 because that's their special number there? That's the Jacob Hester <laughs> number? <laughs> this is a brutal time for them, too. I mean, they've got to hire a football coach when they just outed their athletic director. But, I mean, it's already a horrible job. So let's go further down that road, though, Borky. The Orgeron is on the hot seat. There's no question. We all know what's going to seems still going to happen with Will Wade. What if what we saw last weekend from ba- ba- baseball is what they are this year, and they haven't been to Omaha in three seasons? Could they could they have to replace all three of the big ones in one year? You know, I asked Ben McDonald about that, and I was I was gentle with the way that I asked the question when we talked to him uh, a couple of weeks ago. But I just asked him. I said, you know, Ben. Th- Obviously, Paul Maneri's had a lot of success, and he's won a national championship at LSU, but the expectations are different for LSU baseball than they are anywhere else. What gives? And Ben diplomatically answered it, but I thought he was pretty candid, thought he was pretty honest. And he said, you know, there was some rumbling a year ago, and then the season kind of came to an end. He said they need to they need to have some results or people are going to get really restless. It's hard for me to believe, though, that given all of the other turmoil, the relative stability that exists surrounding Palmineri, and look, even if this LSU team is not great on the baseball field, they've got a young nucleus that's really, really good. And I don't think LSU baseball is going to be down for much longer. We'll see. You can't. I don't think you can make a decision anyway, considering what you're you're going to have to do. And yeah. I thought about this a lot going into this football season. I mean, there's one coach that is on a warm seat. There's no coach on a hot seat at all in the SEC going into this football season. And there's only one whose seat is kind of warm, and I think it's Orgeron because they did underperform last year. I know he won a national championship, and you've got NCAA stuff going on. Other than that, I think everybody is stable regardless. Think about yeah. it. Of course, we said that last year. That we yeah, said, true. Oh, we're in a pandemic. Nobody could get fired, and they just sort of and then boom out. and boom and boom. Well, they just acted as Maybe if we things were normal. Apparently, yeah. by the way, no pun intended on the boom reference there. Sorry, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> that was that was uh, you know blind squirrel finds an acorn. But hey, we've got on a day where people are kind of looking around going, yeah, there's really not that much going on in the sports world. Uh, Bull. Kind of like, 
C Spire says, here's the real deal. We got a big show coming for you this afternoon. Eric Sorensen from D1 Baseball will join us at 337. Debbie Antonelli will join us at 437. College basketball analysts will talk uh, analysts will talk SEC tournament with her. And also Catherine Terrell from The Athletic, who covers the Saints. Cat Terrell on Twitter will uh, join us also. So we've got uh, a bunch to get to with you this afternoon. So we're going to talk some college basketball. We'll talk some college baseball. We're going to talk some NFL. We now officially have the new salary cap number. It's about $16 million below where it was a year ago. And we're going to get to my very favorite story of the day coming up in just a few minutes. We'll, we'll do that at 3.20. You left off. Say we're spend the 5 o'clock hour talking SEC spring football, going around the uh, the conference. That's right. SEC football talk. Let's have it. Let's do it. So if you want to be thinking ahead and you want to do a little bit of, uh, not homework, but just kind of uh, pondering between now and 5 o'clock, you're going to be with us for the entire time. Here's what you need to ponder. What is the biggest single question that you have for each of the 14 teams in the SEC. For some, it's obvious. I mean, it's pretty simple at Alabama, right? Is Bryce Young going to be able to replace Mac Jones? We'll take it a little bit deeper than that. But I would say that most people would go, yeah, that's probably it. We'll do that for Mississippi State. We'll do it for Ole Miss. We'll do it for all 14 teams in the SEC. That will be your 5 o'clock hour, and so... We'll kind of expand the college football fix today. Um, Donald in Oxford wants to know, will we host hashtag Hail State? First off, Donald, I appreciate you living in Oxford. You're working hard there, I'm sure of it. Uh, right now, sure. Let, come back to me in a month. We'll see what I say then. The season ended today. The two teams here. Is that be- your burner, actually, Richard, now that I think about it? Yeah. No, it's not. We should start okay. calling you Donnie. While I am a Donald in Oxford, I am not this Donald in Oxford. Donnie not Cross sounds like he would be an FBI informant to the Irish Mafia. <laughs> He'd be going after Frank Costello. Um, or selling title loans. <laughs> I mean, look, you, you, the, the will we host question, how about would the SEC have five national seeds if the season ended today? Yep. Today, it would yeah. R- r- right now, you the have Arkansas as number one, Vanderbilt two, Mississippi State three, Ole Miss four, Florida five. That's in the D one Baseball dot com top twenty five this week. Sports Talk Mississippi. My favorite story of the day is coming up next. I think you'll like it as well, especially if you like. Oh, I don't know football. We'll be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Look for delays westbound on 20 in Brandon just before the Government Street exit. Elsewhere, no other major problems, nothing out of the ordinary. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein with a special invitation. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to Juniker's annual Wedding Ring Festival. It's Friday and Saturday, March 12th and 13th. Come shop the largest selection in the state of diamond engagement rings and the ultimate wedding bands by our top designers. They'll be in our store with the latest wedding ring designs for the bride and groom. Plus, our popular stackable bands and diamond bands that will fit up against any engagement ring. Buy your wedding rings this weekend at Juniker's Wedding Ring Festival and enjoy free engraving inside your rings, free layaway until your wedding with no finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for qualified buyers. This is the weekend made for love. Juniker Jewelry Company's annual wedding ring festival. It's Friday and Saturday, March 12th and 13th. This is the weekend to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Allstate now has deeper savings, and deeper savings require deep thoughts and a deep voice, like mine. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise, and save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent for a quote today. As someone once said, saving today is money tomorrow. That's deep. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-ice is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Northbrook, Illinois. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Eyes are cold and restless. Wounds have almost healed. And she'd give half a Texas just to change the way be. I'm not sure why this story is so exciting to me, but it is. You can read a version of it at uh, ESPN.com. Kevin Seifert is the writer. Maybe it's Seifert. The XFL and the CFL 
are discussing options for collaboration as they plan their return to the field following the COVID-19 pandemic, according to representatives of both leagues. CFL Commissioner uh, Commissioner Randy Ambrosi and XFL Chairwoman-slash-Owner Danny Garcia did not reference the possibility of a merger. They did, however, indicate that the talks are in very early stages and offered there are no boundaries on the depth of the potential partnership. Ambrosi said, we look forward to seeing what possibilities our discussions might uncover and to sharing those with our fans as the process unfolds. Garcia said, since we first acquired the XFL, we have focused on identifying partners who share our vision and values on and off the field. A vision filled with opportunity, innovation, and the highest level of entertainment value for the benefit of our athletes, fans, and communities. The CFL has expressed that similar uh, that similar sentiment, and we jointly recognize a great opportunity to build exciting, innovative football experiences that make the most of each league's unique strengths. The CFL in particular was hit hard by COVID-19, and they might find a financial advantage to shared resources. They canceled their 2020 season after failing to secure $30 million in aid from the Canadian government. They have announced a full 2021 schedule that is expected to begin with preseason games in late May, but we don't know how ongoing pandemic issues will impact attendance at those games, and that is the league's primary revenue stream. The XFL canceled its 2020 season, you may remember, after five weeks of games and was put into bankruptcy proceedings by former owner Vince McMahon. Garcia and fellow owners Dwayne Johnson and Redbird Capital Partners paid $15 million for the league last summer. All right, a couple of things that I think are important. I think we need to understand who the players are here. So you got the CFL and its commissioner, Randy Ambrosi, who we talked about just a second ago. Dwayne Johnson, more commonly known as The Rock, is kind of the new face of the XFL. Can't do the eyebrow. I tried, but I can't get just one up. No people's eyebrow for Brian Haydad. No. I'm impressed that you knew it was the people's eyebrow, though. Danny Garcia is Dwayne Johnson's (laughs) ex-wife. They were were divorced in 2008, but clearly have maintained a... She is remarried. I don't know if he has or not. I'm sure Haydad does, but whatever. It doesn't matter. But they have continued a healthy working relationship. And then to me, the most important part of this co-ownership is Redbird Capital Partners. You may not have ever heard of Redbird Capital Partners, but they are a financial firm that is based in New York and Dallas. The founder of Redbird Capital is a guy by the name of Jerry Cardendale, and he was way, way up the ladder at uh, Goldman Sachs. He was a partner there and was one of the senior leaders in private equity investing. If there's a reason that maybe you've heard of Redbird Capital and you're not like a financial whatever, 
Hunter Carpenter, who has been on this show with us before, the former Ole Miss basketball player, was a co-founder along with Jerry Cardindale when this was established. The thing that's fascinating to me about these th- this entity is in a way that other private equity firms have not, Redbird Capital has focused on sports development. They're involved in some soccer teams. Cardindale um, was involved with the Yes Network when he was with um, with Goldman Sachs. He was involved with a partnership between the Cowboys and the Yankees. He's been involved in big sports deals for a long time. The reason I think it's important that Redbird Capital is involved in this is their business is making money through acquiring and running other businesses. That's kind of how private equity works. We give you a big stake of money for you to run your business, but we now have an ownership stake in it, and we expect big returns. And so there is a really, really, really strong financial backing with Redbird Capital being involved in this. Sorry if that's too many numbers or too many people, but I do think it's important to understand who the players are and why this is different than Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon 2.0, or Vince McMahon trying to make a third round as a professional football owner. He's out. They bought the league for cheap. The league was having success. It was gaining a little bit of a foothold with fans. People were watching it on television. The product was good. The product was entertaining. And here's the reason, and it's my favorite story. The CFL is established. It's got deep roots in Canada. The Grey Cup is a big deal. Saskatchewan and Toronto and all the places in between. They have passionate fan bases and followings, and so you're not building a fan base from the ground up. And so the idea of a partnership between the XFL with really strong financial backing and the history and the tradition and the built-in fan base of the CFL, in addition to playing in the summer leading up to the start of college football in the NFL season, man, this feels like we're finally on to something. Are they ever going to supplant the NFL? Of course not. Are they a viable alternative? Yeah, maybe so. And they could be such a viable alternative that at some point they become attractive to the NFL, which is this multi, multi, multi multi-billion dollar operation, that if it goes well enough with the XFL and the CFL, you got one of two things that could happen. Number one, they could be a legitimate competitor. Not that they're going to overtake the NFL, but it could be a good enough product that's a legitimate competitor that either they're able to stand on their own footing all by themselves and we support it, or it's so good that the NFL says, we like this, we'll buy it. And then if the NFL is behind that, it's really not going anywhere. It already feels like it won't. I mean, this as far as alternative leagues, I mean, we've... We had the Arena League for a while that, that ended up not working, and the XFL was tried once and failed. You had all kinds of these spring or alternative football leagues right now. You've got the fan-controlled football, which it's just a gimmick, and it's it's not going to work. 
this one actually might. By the way, while you were uh, were going through that, I did a little research. So The Rock got remarried a couple years ago. Okay. And he and his ex-wife, like you said, still work together. She and he actually founded a production company. And she is a big player in producing his movies still. And her husband, her, her new husband, is his personal trainer. So One he, big happy family. Yeah, so he and his new wife and his ex-wife and her husband, they're all connected and they're all tight. So that's kind of cool. You, you don't really hear that that often. You don't uh, hear that but, at all. But they are, uh, they're very connected <laughs> still with each other. And, I mean, they're, they're one big family. But, yeah, this feels like with all of these people involved that this might actually stick and work. So we get a question on the ceasefire text line. Do you guys really think people actually care about the XFL? As it stands right now, no, not really. I think people watch the XFL because they really dig football. College football, NFL football. It was a way to get football at a time when football was not happening otherwise. And you had some familiar players, right? I mean, so it was interesting to see the college guys that hadn't made it in the NFL, but you remembered them playing in college. And and it was a pretty good quality level in terms of football. A little, but if you can if if you can tie these two things together, because again the the CFL is a big deal in Canada. They they, they treat it like it's really important, and so if it can be a burgeoning market in the United States, blended with an established market in Canada. And can be played at a time when the NFL and college football are not playing. I think it could be really cool. And and I don't know what that looks like. I mean, do you have the XFL and the CFL and the winners of each meeting a, you know, a, the whatever new version of the Grey Cup is? Or do you pull the teams from the XFL and the CFL together and make one big league and you kind of have, it's like the NFC and the AFC or the AFL and the NFL? I, I, I don't know. But I'm excited about this because I think there are smart people involved. And for the first time, it feels like there's real and extensive financial backing. I think it could work. Eric Sorensen from D1 Baseball joins us next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 78. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 58. Your Thursday, mostly cloudy, high near 80 degrees. Thursday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 59. Your Friday, mostly cloudy, high near 81. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And rolling into your Saturday, 20% chance of showers early, then partly sunny, high near 81. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. 
Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save on boat, RV, and motorcycle batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pelium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pelium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality and value go hand in hand at Albritton's. All Britain's jewelers. The A's are 2.20. The nays are 2.11. The motion is adopted. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In a vote along party lines, the $1.9 trillion relief package has passed in Washington. The measure, which Mississippi's Republican delegation has criticized, provides $1,400 stimulus checks for many Americans, extends unemployment benefits, and boosts the child tax credit. President Biden is expected to sign the bill on Friday. And the executive director of the Mississippi Department of Transportation has announced her retirement. After leading the department for nearly a decade and spending over 30 years with MDOT, Melinda McGrath will retire at the end of the month. McGrath's retirement comes as her reconfirmation was up for review by the Mississippi Senate. Until a new director is selected, current Deputy Executive Director Jeff Altman will lead the department on an interim basis. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is a time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our great American cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Time to visit the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Our good friend Eric Sorensen joins us right now from d1baseball.com. You can follow him on Twitter at stitch underscore head, where he gives you a daily on this day in college baseball. Uh, Eric, in terms of your recent uh, on this day, a couple of days ago, 1998, Arkansas overcomes an 11-run deficit to beat South Carolina 17-16 while playing an intermittent snowfall throughout the game. Yeah. How about that? Yes. Yeah, I was looking for a video clip of it. I, I never could find it, but that would have been fun to fun to see as well. And and by the way, Rich, anytime you bring your bumper music being the spinners. Uh, rubber band man, uh, I'm totally in on this show. That that just puts the mood right uh, right above 100 right there, dude. Well, I, I love it. I would love to uh, take credit for that. I could not have told you that was the Spinners. I could not have told you the name of that song was Rubber Band Man. But Michael Borky, he knows what he's doing with regard to the music. Uh, he's the king. The Spinners are the best, man. Good. good All right. Top five in the current D1 baseball top 25, all from the SEC. We know this league is good. We know it's been good for a really long time. Eric, is it possible that it's never been quite as good as it is right now, or is it too early to answer that question? No, I I think it's fair to say it's probably probably the best it's ever been right now because – because of the talent level, you know, we talked about it uh, in the weeks weeks before. The talent level is so much higher this year, with the draft being shortened to five rounds, and all these players coming back, and high school players that didn't go to ride a bunch of rickety buses in the minor leagues, they can't they come to to a campus instead. I think just across the board, the talent is better now. As far as how it does, how the SEC and those teams that you're talking about, how they'll do in the postseason and how that will do against other teams as the season goes on. Obviously, it's it's early to tell, but a lot of good signs so far from most of the teams. I think, you know, the SEC in general has done really well. There might have been a couple of hiccups, like LSU losing 2 of 3 to Oral Roberts or A&M losing 2 of 3 to Xavier. There's a couple of red flags there, but for the most part, I think, yeah, that, that this is going to be as good as talent as there is in the conference as there ever has been, and we'll see how that translates uh, uh, as the season goes on, I think we're just going to see all these teams. Though you're talking about for the top or the top five teams, we're going to see all those teams near the top most of the season. I, I don't think there's a washout amongst those those top five at least. And, and that's what I was going to ask you next. Is there any possible way that those top five stay top five or stay top ten, given the fact that most of them are going to play each other? I mean, you're talking about Arkansas at one and Vandy at two and Mississippi State at three and Ole Miss at four. 
and Florida at yeah. five, who started the season as number one. All these teams are going to play each other, and, and it feels like there's going to be a little bit of kind of beating up on each other. Can, can they maintain that position while cannibalizing themselves? Yeah, I think the SEC kind of has a history of doing that, and be it fair or unfair, other leagues that kind of do that, like you know, the, the teams out in the Pac-12 will, will complain if, if Arizona gets swept by, you know, or two, loses two or three to a Washington State, they'll drop, uh, per, you know, precipitously. But the SEC, everybody's really good, and, and it's it's uh, across the board. So, yeah, you'll probably see a little bit of movement here and there. I really believe, though, Rich, those teams, and with the SEC expanding to one extra weekend of, of conference play this year, those teams are probably going to stay pretty close to the top. Uh, you know, obviously they won't stay one through five the entire time. They'll have a, a dog weekend here or there where – Mississippi State or Ole Miss might actually get swept by somebody just because, you know, they're going to be playing good teams in the SEC every week. But, yeah, I, I don't see them dropping off, you know, falling off a cliff anytime soon. I, I, like I said just a minute ago, I think all, all five of those teams that you mentioned are probably going to be near the top unless they just have a complete breakdown and or a lot of injuries and stuff. I still think they're going to all hover inside the top ten or close to it as the season goes on. Like Ole Miss and Mississippi State, Arkansas participated in the uh, the college baseball showdown in Arlington a couple of weeks back. They got through with wins uh, against TCU and Texas Tech and, and Texas, and that kind of put them on track. Ole Miss was number one for a week. They lost the series to UCF. Arkansas kept on winning. They haven't lost yet. How much are you buying Arkansas right now? Because I feel like there were questions about their pitching, and yet they've pitched pretty well so far. Yeah, not bad. I think it's kind of weird if you look at the stat sheet. They're 11th in the conference in pitching, but you take that with a grain of salt because their their ERA is still you know 3.41, which is really really good. Just kind of comparatively speaking. Now, here's the thing, though, Rich. I, I'm going to tell you more about Arkansas after this weekend because uh, uh, oddly enough, I'm actually going to that series at Louisiana Tech. I think it's one of the real gems of this weekend because you got a power five team an sec team going to a mid-major and playing three games you don't see that all that often so it's really intriguing to me so i think you're gonna and and tech's a pretty good team i think they're eight and three right now eight and four something like that and they've got a really good offense so i think this is going to be a good test before the sec comes around and yeah just like you're saying i mean their stats aren't showing up too bad and everything looks looks to be in order they're not they're not lighting everything up in either hitting or pitching necessarily but they're steady and they're winning games and obviously they're unbeaten so i'm going to think we're going to find out a little bit more about them after this weekend when they go to a true you know having true road games uh for three games at a good louisiana tech squad so th- this will be fun to watch i look forward to uh to seeing to being there and seeing that this weekend couple of things about what you said that stand out. Number one, it feels like Louisiana Tech is joining the SEC West. They host Arkansas in a three-game series this weekend, and then they have yeah. Ole Miss on Tuesday and Wednesday in Ruston in midweek games next week. Um, yeah. I think you were maybe thinking about ACC as opposed to the SEC with the extra weekend of conference play. SEC still just doing the 30 oh. games, the, the 10 weeks. I think the ACC right. did right. add a week, though, right? Yeah, I, that might, that is very much the case. Yeah, that's that's what I was what I was referring to, and and I wasn't aware that Louisiana Tech joined the SEC West for this week, but that is an interesting an interesting uh, analogy. So I, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these how these uh, next five games go for the Bulldogs. You know what I'm really intrigued to see this weekend? 
South Carolina's been yeah. off to a good start, and they've been swinging it. And Wes Clark has been a man-child. I think he's got eight home runs so far. I, I don't know. I, I don't think they played last night. I think they played tonight, so maybe the, the numbers are slightly different than they were. He's been incredible. They're going to Austin this weekend for a three-game series. Yeah. The week before SEC play starts, that's a really intriguing series to me because Texas has played better since they were in Arlington. Uh, they were great on the mound last weekend, and I don't really know what to think about South Carolina. If they go down and win a series, on top of having won a couple of games against Clemson in non-conference already, we, yeah. we better be paying attention to South Carolina, don't you think? Yeah, I, I oh, absolutely. Now, here's the thing. South Carolina fans don't like me very much because in my re, my most recent rankings that I have, I had them down at, uh, I think, uh, 12 or 13 for right now. But that's because okay. I didn't have them even in my top 25 going into the season. So, yeah, they've impressed me, but uh, it's not enough for the Gamecock fans. They want to tar and feather me, I suppose. But, yeah, you know what, though, Rich? What you said is exactly true. If they go down to Texas and win two of three or sweep or something like that, oh, yeah, ch- chalk them up for just another one of those teams that we just talked about who's going to be around the top 10 all season long, for sure. Now, if they go down there and lay an egg, because you know, this is kind of their first real road road uh, test, uh, especially for a, a full weekend on the road. All right, well, then we kind of take a step back and reevaluate a little bit. But there's nothing to reevaluate about Wes Clark. I mean, that guy just, he's mashing the ball left and right. And he's also yeah. getting, I think, every other at-bat is either a home run or a walk, it seems like. So that guy's really on fire. And it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, interesting. That's, that's one place I would have liked to have gone this weekend, but Kendall Rogers already got, got dibs on uh, on reporting from Austin this weekend, so we'll let, we'll let him do that trick. But, man, that's going to be a lot of fun down there. That's a great series, and it's kind of like a LSU series when they went down there and played at Texas a couple of years ago. It's one of those series that you just like to see these Blue Bloods schedule each other just one weekend of the pre-conference play. You like to see that, and it's going to be fun to watch. Absolutely agree. E, last thing for you, LSU. I mean, I can yeah. I can just dismiss a twenty-two to seven loss to Oral Roberts as one of those things that's baseball. But when you yeah. couple it with a three to one loss later in the weekend, should we be worried about LSU? I think a little bit. Yeah. I, again, they were one of the few one of the few red flags I've given for for SEC teams uh, in this early season. Okay. I. I Still question their batting a little bit. Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan are two freshmen that have kind of led them so yeah, far. I mean, when you have freshmen, yeah, yeah, you have freshmen leading you early on. You know they're gonna. It's you know the freshmen kind of have a have a tendency to kind of slough off as the year goes on because seasons are so much longer than high school that they're used to. So yeah, I I have a little bit of a red flag with them. Oral Roberts was not. The, the great Oral Roberts teams that we've seen in the past, I say great. I mean, they've just dominated the Summit League over the years. But they were off to a 2-6 and six start. And they go down there and they, they beat the crap out of Jaden Hill, get him out of the game after a, one out of the game. And just, yeah, I, I was really impressed with Oral Roberts and a little bit a little bit surprised that LSU did not, uh, did not do so well that weekend. Certainly is going to be a fun year to watch things unfold in the Southeastern Conference. We are just a week and a half away from the start of league play. Eric, as always, thanks so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah, thanks, Rich. Thanks for sharing the airwaves. We'll talk, man. That's Eric Sorensen from D1Baseball.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Stitch underscore head. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Eric joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line.
From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. So far this afternoon, uh, some minor delays, 20 westbound from Gallatin out towards Terry Road and uh, heading eastbound, look for a broke-down vehicle exit 47A on the right shoulder. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far this afternoon, no other than major problems. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a day. With the extreme winter weather that we've had all across Mississippi recently, the blood supply is very low. And now it's critical that Mississippi Blood Services gets more blood on the shelves to ensure that we have what Mississippi patients need. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thank you for being with us. Kat Terrell will join us at 4.06. She covers the Saints for The Athletic. Debbie Antonelli from ESPN, college basketball analyst, will join us today at 4.37. 5 o'clock hour, we will engage in the one-question game. What is the single most important question for all 14 SEC football teams, I hope we get through all 14 in an hour. If not, not to, no. not to be confused, though, with three questions, which is a – or two questions, I'm sorry, which is a football season tradition. We should on, do it on Friday before the spring games because why the heck not? Why not? <laughs> I, I've told you this yesterday. I'm so excited to overreact to those games. Oh, my – I'm going to be hung Can't up wait. on every snap. Can't wait. So, so Richard, i got to admit, when you said you had a favorite story – it was not what I thought it was going to be. Okay. What did you think my favorite were, story was going to be? The Rangers announcing they would do 100% attendance for uh, opening day. And that was pretty, that the was Cowboys, too. too. Yeah, the Cowboys said they're going 100% for the season. But that's the Rangers said they're going to they're dial it back after opening day, but they'll still have big crowds. But they want to let yeah, opening day the, happen. The crowds would have dialed themselves back after opening Probably day anyway. But you know. It's the Rangers, yeah. So this will be the first time that the Texas Rangers in their new ballpark will have been able to have a full house. Yeah. Yeah. 40,518 is capacity. The Rangers could be and probably will be the first team in Major League Baseball or any major U.S.-based sport to have a full capacity crowd since the coronavirus happened a year ago this week. Somebody asked well, me, was asking on Twitter. Shutdown happened. Was saying who who will be the first dude? And I said, pick somebody from Texas or Florida. Those are your two best options. And here it is. It's the Rangers. Here we are. Uh, let's see. On the same day that Governor Greg Abbott in Texas that his order took effect, and you remember he made the announcement last week, but it wasn't until today, this Wednesday that the 100% across the board went into uh, went into effect. Rangers president of business operations and COO Neil Liebman said the team hopes to be at that for the April 5th opener against the Toronto Blue Jays. Local officials would be able to impose mitigation strategies such as reduced capacity if virus hospitalizations exceeded 15% of all hospital capacity in their region over certain periods of time. Greg Abbott, the governor, has continued to encourage the public to practice social distancing measures and wear masks, even though they're no longer mandated. And some people are, and some people aren't. And some businesses are still requiring them, and some aren't. And it's almost like you get to um, 
you know, use discretion, and you get to decide. If you're a business owner, you get to decide. Yeah, we're still going to require masks. No, nah, we're good. If you're comfortable without a mask, that's okay. And that's really cool, I think, because you get to decide. And guess what? As a consumer, you get to decide. If you don't feel comfortable in a business that's not requiring everyone to have masks on, in a restaurant where they're not requiring masks, then you don't have to go to that business. If you really like the fact that a restaurant isn't requiring masks and you want to support them because of that, then you get to decide. It's really kind of a novel concept. Especially oh, when no, novels been used too many too much this year. It's yeah. a cool concept. How about that? Especially when we're vaccinating multiple million people a day now. Uh, the Rangers played all 30 of their home games during the 2020 season with no fans. Major League Baseball allowed 28% capacity at the Retractable Roof Stadium for the National League Championship Series and the World Series. I was really hoping that somewhere in this story it was going to point out that the stadium was at almost 50% capacity for a series of college baseball games that were played in February. And it was great. It's really cool. Really, really cool. Nature is healing. I do not know that I was necessarily planning to watch the Texas Rangers on opening day. But now, yes, yes. Brother, I'm going to do whatever I can to help that TV rating. To hear the roar of the crowd. I hope there's a home run in the first inning. I don't care who hits it. Just to hear the roar of the crowd. That was the the thing with Bryson's sh- uh, shot on Saturday on 6. I mean, he did it Sunday, too. But you heard a bunch of people screaming afterwards. And it's like, oh, my gosh. I remember that sound. People yeah. excited about a sport thing that happened. It's been too long. It has been. That's going to be really, really cool. And it's April 5th. I mean, we're talking about less than a month from now. Will any other ballparks follow suit? Will Houston do that? I don't know if it matters if the Marlins or the Rays would do that in the state of Florida. (laughs) The Marlins could have strict regulations and it wouldn't matter. You would never know. The Rays could say, hey, we'll give you a stimulus check on your seat when you come to the game. And they still won't fill the place up. You just sit down, you get vaccinated. They usually show up for opening day in those places. Not so much after that. Sports Talk Mississippi, Cat Terrell from The Athletic, talking some Saints when we come back. You're listening to WFMN for a Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your street professionals, Bernie Street Pro, online at News. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden plans to sign his $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief legislation on Friday following its final passage today in the House. The package includes $1,400 stimulus checks for millions of Americans, expanded unemployment and food stamp benefits, and billions for testing and vaccines. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. Republicans oppose the measure, saying much of the spending has nothing to do with the pandemic. The Senate today confirming Merrick Garland as the country's next attorney general. Former President Obama nominated Garland for the Supreme Court in 2016. That nomination was not considered by the then-Republican-led Senate. In his confirmation hearing, Garland vowed to run an independent Justice Department. Republican supporters say they were satisfied with Garland's record in temperament. Fox's Jared Halpert on Capitol Hill. America is listening to Fox News. 
John and Rachel Ravenstein with a special invitation. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to Juniker's Annual Wedding Ring Festival. It's Friday and Saturday, March 12th and 13th. Come shop the largest selection in the state of diamond engagement rings and the ultimate wedding bands by our top designers. They'll be in our store with the latest wedding ring designs for the bride and groom. Plus, our popular stackable bands and diamond bands that will fit up against any engagement ring. Buy your wedding rings this weekend at Juniker's Wedding Ring Festival and enjoy free engraving inside your rings, free layaway until your wedding with no finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for qualified buyers. This is the weekend made for love. Juniker Jewelry Company's annual Wedding Ring Festival. It's Friday and Saturday, March 12th and 13th. This is the weekend to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The $1.9 trillion relief package has passed in Washington. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest voted against it, calling it complete overreach. We're doing this at a time where there's a trillion unspent dollars from the previous stimulus packages. We're doing this at a time in which our economy is continuing to recover. We were seeing people go back to work, uh, and now we're going to add roughly $2 trillion to our current national deficit. He further explained that only 9% of the funds actually goes toward the fight against COVID. And while we have had challenges, Mississippi's revenue collections aren't slowing down. Total revenue collections for the month of February are over $54 million. That's an 18.24% increase in the Sunny Die revenue estimate. Fiscal year-to-date total revenue collections through February are over $338 million. The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. If you're building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Ahead of the SEC tournament, a Rebel and two Bulldogs have each earned conference honors. Leading the way is Ole Miss senior guard Devontae Shuler being named to the All-SEC first team as the Rebels' leading scorer. Mississippi State standout sophomore DJ Stewart was named to the second team, and senior Abdul Adu landed on the All-Defensive team. And two Ole Miss economists have analyzed the bill to eliminate the state income tax. The report indicates that if it passes around $370 million dollars would be added to the state's GDP. Douglas Carswell, president and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, explains. That's about $8,000 more for every Mississippi taxpayer. I think this is incredibly good news. It shows that actually if we reduce the tax burden, particularly on income tax, it's not only morally good because people get to spend more of their money on themselves and their families, it actually means that there's going to be more of an economy to go around. There's going to be more wealth to go around, more jobs to go around. 
heading to the coast to hit the casinos, or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade-in. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Take the friggin' wax out of your ears. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Four o'clock hour with you on this Wednesday, middle of the week. A busy day in the Big Easy and across the NFL. New salary cap number officially released, $182.5 million, about $16 million less than it was a year ago. And the Saints, guess what, are still over the cap. But they're working in the right direction. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. Kat Terrell joins us right now. She covers the New Orleans Saints for the Athletic. Cat, thanks for some of your time this afternoon. Um, a lot of people in the journalism world got into that world partly because they didn't think math was going to be involved. Do you at all fall into that category? <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate math. So, yes, I was hoping that... Uh... I would never have to do another math problem again. Uh, turns out I covered the wrong team for that. Yeah, and, and yet here we are. So kind of bring us up to date on what the release means from the league today. Everybody knew that the salary cap was coming down. We get the official number, $182.5 million, uh, for for the entire roster. How are the Saints going to get there? Uh, and I guess we start with the news of Emmanuel Sanders earlier today. Well, I mean, I think you're going to see more news like that. Quan Alexander is a guy who's probably going to get cut. I mean, I say almost uh, assuredly going to get cut. Uh, Malcolm Brown is a possibility. Jenkins, and then they're going to have to restructure more contracts. I mean, the same thing they've done for eight years now. They're just really keep pushing it down the road with the hopes that next year the salary cap is going to rise again. Uh, they know as well as anyone now that that's no sure thing. So I think next year is going to be just as interesting as this year. But, yeah, a lot of moves left to make. And uh, Sanders was one of those. I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think he underperformed his contract. I just think that he was a luxury the Saints couldn't afford anymore. And that's why pretty much as soon as they got the numbers, Sanders was the first one to go, which I found interesting. Cat in, in some ways, Mickey Loomis has been playing a shell game for a really long period of time where he just kind of moves pieces around, and I think you said kick the can down the road. I think that's a good way to describe it in terms of we'll worry about that next year or we'll worry about that in four years. 
And yet we've gotten to the point where there's some people saying, okay, this is the year that New Orleans has to pay the piper. Do you believe that to be true? Or is there another trick up the sleeve of Mickey Loomis to be able to move the pieces around to keep this as a team that is as competitive as it has been over the last, I don't know, five to ten years? I mean, I really think next year is the year they're going to have to pay up. Just looking at some of these contracts, it's uh, it's pretty eye-opening to see how hard it would be to cut some of these players in 2022, like players like Camp Jordan, who didn't have his best year this year, and we don't know yet if that's a sign of larger decline or if it was an off year. And then if it's a sign of decline and they want to cut him next year, it's, it's going to be a pretty huge cap hit. I mean, just things like that. But, I mean, I think you're kind of already seeing some of the pieces of the team being dismantled. I think it's not as bad as some people might say. But, I mean, Sanders and Thomas Morstead were pretty much pure cap cuts. Some of the other ones I could explain away as being cuts, uh, even if the cap was fine. Um, Josh Hill, a little surprising, but, you know, he didn't cost them that much money. Uh, maybe they just felt like he wasn't worth it. Um, man, there's been so many. Uh, Nick Easton, he, uh, they're just not going to pay a backup guard that much. So that would make sense. Jared Cook makes a ton of sense. I just think he was declining. So most of them you could explain, uh, except really Sanders and Morstead. I mean, those are really pure financial things. Kat Terrell visiting with us covers the New Orleans Saints for The Athletic. You can follow her on Twitter at Kat underscore Terrell, T-E-R-R-E-L-L. I'm curious, if you want to go cross-sport analogy here, but we saw the negotiations leading up to the start of the Major League Baseball season a year ago got so incredibly contentious, and it feels like there's a great level of distrust between the player's side and the owner's side. What is that relationship right now in the NFL between the players' union and and the owner's side, is there distrust there? Is there angst that's there? Or, generally speaking, do the players understand that this is just kind of where we are because of what we've been through, I guess, as a country in the last year? Um, I think it, it, that's hard to explain. I think that's an ever-changing thing. I don't think the NFLPA is happy about what they're about to see next week. That's why they just sent a letter to the players saying, hey, I mean, this is going to be a hard week. And, you know, I'm not inside these salary cap negotiations, so I don't know quite how they come to this number. But I'm sure there's a part of them that's saying, hey, there's these new TV deals coming out, so, you know, why can't the cap be higher? But the NFLPA did fight for the cap to be higher than it originally was. It was supposed to be a salary cap floor of $175 million and they got it to 180 So I don't know that I would say it's contentious, but, you know, there's always going to be two very different sides, and they approach it different ways. You know, I'm sure the owners are saying, hey, we need to save money, and uh, I think the players are saying, well, you know, we're still putting ourselves in the line as if we would any other year, except we did it last year in these crazy circumstances. So wouldn't say, like I said, it wouldn't say it was uh, as uh, contentious as, as maybe baseball, but yeah, they're definitely approaching it from different sides. Hey, Cat Brian, hey, Dad here. Borky and I are the Saints fans on this show, so we're going to ask you to do us a favor here. Help us put together the package for the Saints that they could send to Seattle <laughs> to get Russell Wilson. What what would be on that list? 
You know, that's actually something I just, like, refuse to even entertain because for the <laughs> Seahawks to trade Russell Wilson, they would have to have, like, I think it's $38 million in dead money, and the Saints have no no draft picks. Actually, they did get lucky, and I got some compensatory picks. I can't talk. Uh, so they never get those, so they kind of got a little lucky, but then you still have – the sting hovering over them that they might get punished for the Alvin Kamara incident and lose another draft pick. So I just cannot see any scenario outside of them saying, hey, we'll trade uh, Ryan Ramtrek, we'll trade Marshawn Lattimore, uh, we'll give you our first rounder. I mean, they would have to solve the farm. Um, I, I just can't see Wilson going anywhere. But, hey, that would make my life highly entertaining. So, Saints, if you want to do it, you know, go for it. <sighs> It's hard to know if it would make sense long-term, though. I mean, short-term, it feels like, yeah, okay, maybe you do give up the farm just to pull that off. But, Kat, does it really make sense long-term for the Saints to try and do that? I don't think it does. And maybe I'm the only person in the world that thinks that. I mean, yeah, I understand that the Saints do still have a roster that is capable of winning now. But I just think that the Saints have been in this salary cap situation for forever and they've made it work but now as we've been talking about it it is getting time where they're having to pay up and that's going to happen next year too so do they really want to go after a quarterback already in his 30s and he's still got a lot of years ahead of him i mean obviously but do they want to do that and then put themselves in another ridiculous situation for the next five years i don't know i think the ideal situation is that the Saints are in a position to draft someone but it's hard when you're at the end uh, end of the first round. I mean, it's a good problem to have because it means you've been winning. But, you know, without a Super Bowl to show for it, it's kind of like a hollow good problem to have, if that makes sense. I was talking with some buddies earlier today, and I threw out a, a name that I don't feel like has been a big part of the conversation about quarterback because everybody's talked about, okay, well, well Russell Wilson or Matt Stafford or, uh, you know, uh, Dak Prescott in a pipe dream scenario. Obviously, that's off the table. What about Sam Darnold? Would Darnold make sense for the Saints? Is is that infinitely more doable than trying to put together a package for a Russell Wilson? Uh, that, I mean, that's not one that I've heard, actually. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's more doable, but do you want that? I mean, I, I don't know. I, see, I, I just see these scenarios, and I'm like, eh, I don't really know that any of them are great unless somehow they uh, – Police the Texans for Deshaun Watson. I just I, don't, I can't really see Saints fans getting excited about Sam Darnold. I think that they, I think a portion of them will be more excited to see Jameis Winston uh, as the starting quarterback next year okay. than that. I mean, it's just uh, it's uh, it's interesting the possibilities though. But I mean, it almost feels like it's one of those years where you throw out Taysom or, or Jameis and say, hey. We had we have mostly the same team that we had last year that showed two years in a row they could win without Drew Brees. Now, I always thought you needed Brees to get to the Super Bowl because I don't necessarily think that Winston or Hill is going to put the team on their back and will them to win, or will them to wins, if that makes sense. But they're good enough to win with just an okay quarterback. Could they get to the playoffs with an okay quarterback? I don't know, but... Um, it kind of feels like that's where this is heading this year. All right, Kat, last thing for you. Music has started, so uh, 30 seconds. We've got a hard time break. If Mac Jones is available at the back end of the first round when the Saints pick, is that a pick that makes sense for them? 
I think it makes sense. Uh, I know people are super divided about him, but um, I, I think that that pick would make sense. Uh, I think it'd be really interesting to see if he'd actually be around when they pick. So, yeah, I mean, I, I could see them doing that. People certainly get uh, enamored with quarterbacks in the first round and uh, and sometimes overpick, so it will be interesting to see. Hey, great insight. Thanks so much for your time today. Good visiting with you. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. That is Cat Terrell from The Athletic. Covers the New Orleans Saints. lot to figure out. What's this team going to look like when August rolls around? From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Cross gates or call 601-605-4443. Still seeing uh, some minor slowdowns in uh, 20 westbound uh, from Gallatin out to the 55 South interchange and in Richland seeing delays 49 southbound from the turn at Old 49 down to Harper. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South and Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Michael Borky. Good to be with you. So, Kat Terrell visited with us just a uh, few minutes ago and was uh, pretty locked in on what the Saints are up to. We haven't talked about it yet uh, until then. Emmanuel Sanders let go today. More cuts coming, all in the name of getting under the salary cap number, and they've got until, what, mid-next week to get that done when the new league year begins. What's your take on them letting go of Emmanuel Sanders? Hate it because he's a good player, but with the emergence, especially of Marquez Calloway, here's a shocker. The Saints have a guy that was underutilized at Tennessee. Imagine that. Um, The brand now. Much cheaper, younger, Looks to be extremely capable. It all made sense. This was expected. And, and you know, little Jordan Humphrey, who has one of my favorite names. Uh, Lil, L-I-L. Lil Jordan. Uh, yeah. Had a, a solid postseason as well. Had a couple of key catches. And he was – I just tend to buy into guys who were good players at big schools. I tend to think they can, for the most part, especially a wide receiver, they can get it done. So, you know, the Saints will, will be able to replace the production of Emmanuel Sanders for sure. Quan Alexander's a guy I really like. I'm hopeful that once everything is re- settled down and then they've got the cap situation back in place, that possibly they can re-sign him. Because I thought he was a, a good addition to that defense. She also crushed our dreams of Russell Wilson. I know. Everybody that covers the team is so pessimistic about Russell Wilson, and I understand why. It's just... Uh, there are people that think that they'll be able to get Kyle Trask in the third round, even like yeah, he's falling that far. Uh, yeah, that that has become sort of a uh, a reoccurring uh, theme on mock drafts I've seen. Larry Holder from the Athletic, who works with Cat, uh, released a sort of a, a pre. It's some predictions in there, but what he thinks the fifty-three man roster will look like for the Saints. He had Kyle Trask on there. They had picking the uh, getting picked in the third round. Uh, for New Orleans. Honestly, I mean, I, I like Mac Jones, but Kyle Trask in the third round, that's that's the kind of value I'm talking about right there. But, but is it value if he can't play? I think Kyle Trask can play. Better than Jameis? It's worth a shot at that at that spot well, in the draft. Never never mind. That's, that's just sort of neither here nor there. I mean, you're not drafting Kyle Trask to come in and be the starter in the third round. You're just drafting him because... That's a you need a young quarterback. That's a good value pick at that spot. I just it's it's going to make me pull my hair out if they did not pursue Russell Wilson to the fullest to give Taysom Hill more than just your situational snap at quarterback. If it's Jameis, I can live with it. It makes sense. He's cheap. He threw for five thousand yards in a season. That doesn't happen on accident. The thirty picks. Hopefully, that happened on accident. But he is a guy that you have seen that can play in the NFL. And you just hosted a playoff game with a quarterback whose arm is just dead. Completely dead. So you don't need excellence. And he's a bridge guy anyway, unless he's miraculous. If they trot out in week one, 
and it's Taysom Hill, I'm going to pull my hair out. Seriously, Taysom I, I, Hill's not going to be the quarterback in the Saints I in know, week one. I know, but my goodness, just the fact that that's even something that people that cover that team are saying. Yeah, they really you, like Taysom Hill's potential. Thing. It's like, what? No, stop telling people that. You, you guys know way more about the Saints than I do, clearly. But I'm wondering if, and, and, and I don't mean this in a negative way, I'm wondering if the fact that you are such fans of the Saints, as opposed to, I like the Saints, but I'm just kind of like, whatever, if that's clouding your judgment on the whole, oh, let's do everything we can to go get Russell Wilson. Because it, no. it just doesn't make sense. How no. not? I mean, I, mean any, I get that. It, I get anytime that it's you like, have a chance to get an elite quarterback, you have to, to do what you have to do to make that trade happen. But Assuming if you give everything you don't have away to that's important your, for right. now and no, no, no. the future to get him, it makes no sense. But what's everything? You, you have to, yeah, you have to make it where you can get him, but you have you leave him enough around to still win. You can't gut the roster. I agree with that. But if there is something that you're like, look, we got to give him Michael Thomas. Marshawn Lattimore, this year's first, a second. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to talk to them about that to get Russell Wilson. Am I willing to give up Ramchick and Lattimore and Thomas and Kamara and three years worth of drafts? No, but I'm willing to make I'm willing to make some big changes to get Russell Wilson. But is even that enough? It might not be. I mean. mean, it, it, you, you send Michael Thomas to Seattle. Does Seattle really need Michael Thomas? They need offensive linemen. Um, you send Man, Lattimore. Yeah, I mean, they do. They, they do. And then you go first year, first round pick this year, which really feels like, it, it, with it being at the back of the first round, really feels like it could be more important this year from a financial standpoint than anything else. Like to... Preferably get a good player cheap that, that can help you maybe right away when you're having to get rid of some veteran guys and, and rid yourselves of some money. But to give that up and to give up a first rounder next year and maybe a second rounder, it's just... he's that good. And the roster they leave behind. I mean, there's some buyers remorse already on the Thomas deal. Just, just ask yourself this. Look at Tampa Bay. If they could not have signed Brady as a free agent, but they could have put together a, a package to get him from New England, knowing what you know now about Brady, what would not have been worth it for them? What would the package been that they had to give up, though? That's, because no, they, that's had, they had pieces, and then they brought in Brady, and because they brought in Brady, Gronk came in, and now they've got a roster that's set. If they had had to give then, up Devin I White look at the Patri- and... I look at the Patriots, and I look at what they had over the few past few you know, past decade and how all those players suddenly aren't any good anymore because Brady's gone. Does it really matter what you had around Brady? Brady just makes it work. And Tampa's really talented. They are. Speaking. They are, no question. They. I mean, Jameis... But, but had again, my good point enough is, numbers if they had, had 30 picks. Up, if they had had to give up Mike Evans and Devin White and this year's first-round pick and next year's first-round pick and a second-round pick, would it have been worth it to go get Tom Brady? Would they have Probably. still been good enough to win the Super Bowl without those pieces? Probably. An elite quarterback elevates everything else. I mean, who okay. are the stars for the Packers? Uh, Devontae Adams is a pretty good player. But it's all about Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, how about this question from Mike? Would you guys rather get Kyle Trask in the third round or sign Chad Kelly? What? No. 
Much like the other 31 teams in the league not interested in Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly kind of proved he could play in the NFL, though, didn't he? Is he playing he in the NFL right now? No, he's not. Well, then, uh, I mean, he can't play in the NFL. Then. That's all for a backup, though. I'm more worried about who's going to start. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I, I have I'm, no interest in Chad Kelly. I, I'm having to accept now that it's going to be Jameis. I, I, it's going to be Jameis. I would like for them to do what it would take to get Wilson, but it's going to be Jameis. And that's okay. I'm willing to I'm willing to go a year with Jameis and see what happens. Now we've had as Saints fans we've had a good run these past few years. We we unfortunately have the title of best team not to win the Super Bowl, but I'm willing to take a year see what happens. I tr- I trust Sean Payton when it comes to this, and then if it doesn't work, then next year we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I mentioned uh, I mentioned Sam Darnold a second ago when we were talking to Cat, and she's like, I hadn't really heard that name before. Yeah, Do you hate I'm that idea? With her. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping up and down. I would, I would, I would, I would sign him as to come in and battle Jameis for the starting job. I certainly would not anoint him the starter just because you signed him. Is it just that first round, first round draft picks or top five quarterback picks? Get the benefit of the doubt and get a second chance that other guys wouldn't get. Or, or was the situation so bad with the Jets that we have no idea what Sam Darnold is capable of? Although healthy Sam Darnold put up some decent numbers with the Jets, even with the disaster that was all around him. Yeah, I don't think Darnold's done as far as being a capable player. It was, I mean. You want to talk about and, and couldn't you get him with. for far, far less? I mean, do the Jets oh, yeah. just want a ton for him in return? You could the probably problem just is give though your first round pick. The Jets probably aren't listening because they think they can get Deshaun Watson, and the Texans the ones, are going so to want to wait for Deshaun. You got to wait for Deshaun to get off the market then. If, yeah. in, okay. this, in this scenario, that's the only problem there. But I, I'd love Darnold. I think Darnold would be great there again. I'm willing to give everybody a shot this year and just see what happens. Ceasefire text line, an elite quarterback doesn't make your defense better. Saints Tony and really Clara, good defense, though. And Tony and Clara says, I'd take sort of Chad does. over any newly signed quarterback. Okay. Brian and Tupelo says, Chad Kelly hype is never going to die, is it? It's dead with me. We will turn our attention to the SEC basketball tournament, which begins tonight when we continue with you. Debbie Antonelli from ESPN and the SEC Network. Joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 78. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 58. Your Thursday, mostly cloudy, high near 80 degrees. Thursday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 59. Your Friday, mostly cloudy, high near 81. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And rolling into your Saturday, 20% chance of showers early, then partly sunny, high near 81. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know, how, how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or, or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8526. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Big Pop. A Big Pop Gun Show invites you to the Capital City Gun Show Saturday, March 13th, Sunday, March 14th at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple, I-55 South, Exit 88, Elton Road, Exit on the Frontage Road. There will be plenty of buying, selling, trading, gun appraisals, all kind of gun accessories, all federal stuff. State and local laws must apply, and COVID safety guidelines must be applied for all of our safety reasons. I-55 South, exit 88 at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple. See y'all this weekend. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we We appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Gallo here for AC Experts and William Overstreet. I've never seen anybody more thorough. 28 years experience in everything from maintenance to installation with upfront pricing on everything. Discounts for senior citizens military first responders count on william at ac experts at 769-237 cool you can email the ac experts at yahoo.com and on facebook at ac experts and if you mention me you'll get 50 dollars off your service call and if you didn't get the number tweet me or text me personally and i'll send you the contact or the ac experts highly recommended I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The $1.9 trillion relief package has passed in Washington. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest voted against it, calling it complete overreach. We're doing this at a time where there's a trillion unspent dollars from the previous stimulus packages. We're doing this at a time in which our economy is continuing to recover. We were seeing people go back to work, uh, and now we're going to add roughly $2 trillion to our current national deficit. He further explained that only 9% of the funds actually goes toward the fight against COVID. And while we have had challenges, Mississippi's revenue collections aren't slowing down. Total revenue collections for the month of February are over $54 million. That's an 18.24% increase in the Sunnydale revenue estimate. Fiscal year-to-date total revenue collections through February are over $338 million. Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out, cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. 
Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm Wednesday afternoon. Today is the day that the SEC men's basketball tournament begins in Nashville. It's going to feel a little bit different this year to talk about the tournament and the upcoming NCAA tournament. College basketball analyst from ESPN and the SEC Network, my good friend and my former partner, hopefully future partner somewhere along the way, Debbie Antonelli joins us right now. Debbie, it's been way too long. How are you? Richard, thank you so much. I miss seeing you. I miss seeing your family. Uh, I'm excited about the finished year of college basketball. What a year and what a ride it's been. It certainly has been a unique season. There's always the build-up to the NCAA tournament, and we for, for good reason. We love it. It's exciting. I feel like I've got this nostalgic place, though, in my mind and in my heart for conference tournament week. Are you there on conference tournaments as well? I love conference tournaments. Uh, I mean, I think the body of work in the regular season is so important. And then when you get to conference tournament, it's almost another way to celebrate our great game. Uh, I, I love it. It's different without fan or as many fans as we've had in the past. But it's a great gathering point for fans because, really, that's what the conference tournaments are all about. Yeah, it's fascinating when you, you think about it. And for me, it was growing up watching the SEC tournament. I know you grew up in, in ACC country and have worked in other parts of the country as well. But almost I have to go to the Big East, or at least the old Big East when it was at the Garden, and think about what it looked like for some of, of those. Uh, and yet I still always kind of hearken back to the SEC tournament uh, for all those years when teachers would occasionally let us roll a television into the classroom and, and watch. That felt like the big treat. You know what? I, I I exactly did the same thing. That was a back when you used to be able to stack VCRs on the deck, and you could have a TV on top, and you'd roll that thing in uh, on an AV cart, and you'd stick it out there in in front of the classroom, and and just beg the teacher to let you watch the games because that's what we did on Tobacco Road. That's uh, that was a pretty good memory growing up. Let's talk about this SEC tournament. Is it wide open? 
Are there only a couple of teams that can win it? Are there a handful of teams that can win it? So we'll start big picture. When you look at the SEC tournament in Nashville, which begins tonight with with Vanderbilt and Texas A&M, what's your overall take? Well, I think teams that can score are the teams that usually are the ones that can win three or four days in a row. The teams that grind it out and and are all about defense really struggle in a three-game, four-game format. So, you know, the teams to me that can really fill it up, like an Alabama, that I never think shooters get tired. And the way they run the floor and the way they play, they would certainly be the favorite as the one seed. But I also like a, a team that might have a little edge or a little chip on their shoulder that needs to prove that, they're worthy, and, and I think Tennessee might have some of that working for them because they're such a veteran group with a, uh, a veteran core on the inside with really good freshman guards on the outside. And I think Rick Barnes has been uh, in this situation enough that he knows how to navigate his team through uh, this sort of trend that they've been in to try to get them out of it. Uh, so I like those teams, and uh, I think those are the two teams I think that, that might be there at the end. Where does Arkansas fit into the mix? They've been so hot. Eric Musselman's gotten that team to play really well. Do they do they shoot it well enough? Do they score well enough in your mind to to be able to possibly make a run? I think so, Richard. I, I mean, I had Coach Muss uh, when he had a Nevada team that he took him to the NCAA tournament in 2017, and I happened to be uh, working the first and second round for CBS on those games. So I've had a chance to watch him and study him since then. And uh, he, I, I love the way they play. I love the energy that he brings. I like the way he teaches the game. He breaks it down and makes it seem simple. But it always comes down to hard work and discipline, which certainly his group has. And I think they're an exciting group. I think they're another team that has a little something like they'd like to win a championship. You know, that, you know Alabama would like to win the championship. You know, these are teams that don't typically win it. And, of course, there's always Kentucky lingering out there that you have to worry about because you're not sure which Kentucky team would show up, but in postseason, it's usually a good one. Yeah, do we say that about Kentucky just because of what they've accomplished in years gone by, or can we legitimately say you've got to be aware of Kentucky in 2021 given the season that they've had? I think there's a combination of both. You, you know, you don't want to have to worry about the name on the front of the jersey. Uh, you know, it's Kentucky. You should be able to get past that. All these teams have played them already. They know that they're beatable, and certainly they haven't had the normal season that they typically have. But, uh, you know, their length and athleticism, uh, their ability to play with pace, if anybody lets them run, that's when they're at their best. If you can slow them down and make them have to make decisions in the quarter court, I think they play a little bit less. Uh, t- less intimidating or, or, or less um, analytical, if you will. You know, they, they just need that tempo to be up and down so that they can uh, quickly score and get into their pressure with their length. Because um, that's what we thought we would have from a Kentucky team, a really long athletic team that could really defend. And uh, I, I think they're always dangerous just because of their name. Debbie Antonelli on your radio, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line, college basketball analyst with ESPN, with the SEC Network. She works on the men's side. She works on the women's side. She is an analyst with CBS for the NCAA tournament. She's all over the place and is as locked in on college basketball as anybody that you will find, and certainly we're glad to visit with you. Debbie, I'm going back to what you said a second ago about teams that have the ability to to hang around in the tournament. They're the teams that score as opposed to the grinded-out teams. Right now, it looks like six teams from the SEC in the NCAA tournament trying to get to a seventh, if there is a seventh, unless somebody's surprised wins the tournament, it would be Ole Miss. But the style that Kermit Davis's team plays 
doesn't really line up with the style you were describing a second ago. When you look at what you think Ole Miss needs to do to add their name to that list, what have they got to accomplish over two or three days or longer in Nashville? Well, Devontae Shuler is certainly that kind of guard that could carry a team. I mean, he could put big numbers up, and, and he could have uh, a hot streak where he could get going. Uh, I, I think he has uh, some special skill about him as a senior for that team. And then I always look at K.J. Buffin. You know, to me, I think K.J. is always interesting because, you know, he crashes the offensive glass hard, and then he only has to sprint back to midcourt and play that 1-3-1, where at the top of that 1-3-1, he's, he's really daunting. Uh, I've had Old Miss a couple of times this year where I thought they played really well because they were able to score and then play the defense that they want to play. So that's... That's what I mean by teams that can score. I see the game through an offensive lens. If you're constantly playing in transition or your conversion from a missed shot or a long rebound is trying to defend teams in the SEC in transition, it's not going to happen. I think Ole Miss is a better offensive team than maybe people give them credit for. I know Coach Davis has you know, built his reputation and career on the 1-3-1 and the, the, you know, the length and athleticism. But Romello White is a piece in the middle for them that could really, you know, I've seen him get 30 and I've seen him play really well. I've also seen him get in foul trouble. So, you know, I, I think Ole Miss does have the ability to make a run because of the way they've played the last couple of weeks of the season. Debbie, what is it you think that has caused Ole Miss to, to be kind of the the inconsistent team, the, the up-and-down team, where they have the, the four-game win streak and then they drop a game to Vanderbilt, uh, and, and not knocking any other teams, but they've been up and down. What do you think's caused that this year? I think the SEC is so tight and so close that it comes down to the, the, the details and sort of when things happen, like, we know college basketball, there's going to be mistakes made. There's going to be poor shots. There's going to be a turnover. There's going to be a missed box out or close out. If those things happen back to back towards the latter stages of a game, well, that gives the other team momentum and they have a chance to, to, you know, take it to you. I think that's sort of what I've seen that's happened with Ole Miss. They, they, they really get to the end of the game, and if they have a situation where they make back-to-back mistakes, those are the ones that they lose. But when they finish yeah. off the game with great detail, and they don't, ha- you make a mistake, but you don't make two in a row or you don't make three in a row, I think they're going to be fine. I, I love watching Coach Davis work. I love the way he teaches. I love the energy around his program. I think Devontae Shuler is a, a big-time player on this kind of stage. I think he loves this opportunity. He's a senior. This is his last chance. You know, there's a, a huge sense of urgency with what all the teams have gone through with protocols for for health and safety. Uh, and I think that this is your chance to shine, and I think Ole Miss will have a chance to do that. Only about a minute left. Visiting with Debbie Antonelli, you, you, we kind of started out by you mentioning Alabama and, and what they've been able to accomplish Take me just a hair deeper on on what Nate Oates has been able to do in two years in Tuscaloosa to get the team at Alabama to play the way he wants them to play. You know what, um, Richard, you know this from us working together, that I think sometimes people talk about identity and culture, and it doesn't make any sense, you know, that they just use it as cliches. Everybody talks about identity and culture. However, when you look at what Nate Oates has done, uh, you see from a shot chart, these are the shots we're going to take. 
Uh, you see them take uncontested shots from three or from deep or at the rim. Uh, of course, they're contested shots at the rim, but you, you know, you're powering through some of that to get the and one the old fashioned way, uh, and not just the three ball. But when you watch them play, they are very good at understanding where their shots can come from and who can make them and how to, to make each other better. They really do the detail of the game so well on the offensive end from their screening angles to the way they penetrate to the gaps that they hit to the lane line drives to all the things that you drill and practice to create really good offensive habits and that leads to the kind of shot chart that they have because that's what he's told his players that that's what they want to do and it's fun. It's a fun style to play in. So I, I think that's part of their edge and their advantage is here's what I want it to be. I don't want it to be a cliche. Uh, we're not just going to talk about identity and culture. Here's the shots that we're going to get, and this is how we're going to do it. On, and, and this is how- From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. In Brandon, look for delays northbound and southbound on Highway 18 in between I-20 and Marquette. Also in Richland, look for delays southbound 49 from the turn at Old 49 down to Harper and starting to see delays uh, mount up on 20 westbound at the stack. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Welcome to the show. Are you ready for a ride? Welcome to the show, America. This is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford trucks to get the job done. But hurry, Ford Truck Month is one show you don't want to miss. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Step into spring and get your planting started at the Garden Extravaganza. Join us March 19 to the 21st at the new Trademark in Jackson. Shop garden, patio, and outdoor at one location. Garden centers, outdoor decor and accessories, landscapers, and so much more. Masks required, lots of space for social distancing and hand sanitizing stations. Follow Garden Extravaganza on Facebook today and get ready to shop till you drop. Friday, March 19, Saturday, March 20, and Sunday, March 21st at the Trademark in Jackson. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. 
In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Good to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Criticism, and I'll take it. C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. But I'm also going to give you the rationale. Oh, too bad. RC ran out of time to talk about state. Typical. No. No, I didn't run out of time. It was an 11-minute interview. There was time. And I thought about asking a question about Mississippi State basketball in the SEC tournament. But I thought, why? What's there to ask? Either Mississippi State wins the SEC basketball tournament or they're done with the season. And, and so what, what would you have wanted me to ask? Well, I mean, do you think that Iverson Molinar and DJ Stewart and Tolu Smith can put together a run and win four games over four days in Nashville? Maybe I should have asked that. And if, I'm happy if that's a valid criticism. Hey, Dad, help me out if I'm wrong here, because I feel like Mississippi State fans have so checked out on basketball that there's nothing that I could have asked or Debbie could have said that would have made them care. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and seriously, it would have just, just, just been lip service at best. It have been like, I'm asking this question because the show is here based out of Mississippi and we have a large Mississippi State audience. But by and large, I would agree that every Mississippi State fan I know has moved on to baseball. Yeah. And I mean, look, look, I, I appreciate the message uh, on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. I, I am gen, genuinely explaining to you why I did not ask a question about Ben Howland or Mississippi State's three best players or what we think about Mississippi State because I didn't think you cared. Like, as we have talked about Mississippi State basketball over the course of this season, there has been zero interaction 
except for fire the coach. And I feel like, I'm putting words in your mouth, you respect your colleague at times more than to put her on, should State fire Ben Howland? Cause that's, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I was thinking about this earlier. I, and now this is going to sound like winning the SEC tournament isn't something significant that you get happy about, that you sell tickets and solicit donations over and hang a banner inside your arena. But when you're talking about something to play for this week in Nashville. <laughs> I'm not I'm not laughing at you, Borky. There was a text message that popped up that said, I've hammered RC more than most, but screw basketball. Sincerely, state guy. <laughs> See? I mean, how many tweets have I gotten? Like, why are you tweeting about basketball? We, You are just killing us right now. Yeah. But. Sorry, carry on, Borky. There's really only one team in this tournament with something on the line, aside from the championship, which is a big aside, but aside from winning the thing to hang a banner and sell some tickets and solicit donations, the teams that are currently in the tournament, losing their first game won't affect that. Talking Alabama, LSU, Arkansas, everybody's in. There's one team in the SEC that's on the outside of the bubble. Everybody else is squarely in the tournament, and then you got Ole Miss. And then everybody else has to win the thing, and that's not going to happen. So Ole Miss might be the only team in the tournament, aside from the championship, that has something truly on the line in their games. Alabama's making it regardless. And they get to hang a banner anyway. Arkansas is making it regardless. LSU's making it regardless. Ole Miss has to win games, or else they're not in. But they don't have to win the championship. Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt... You, you know, the rest, they have to Ole win Miss the is, thing, and that's not going to happen. Ole Miss is where State was last year. Yeah, I don't think State had to win it, but they had to probably get to Saturday to uh, to, to be in the NCAA tournament. And they would, you know, they had the double bye. So, yeah, that, yeah I think it was going to take two wins. You think they had to get to Sunday? No, no. I think if they had won on Friday and Saturday, that was enough. Oh, you, said, you think had, one win was enough? Or you think they just had to I think get if they to had, Saturday? They had to well, win one game. A lot of, as I recall, most of the projections had Florida in. And I think if State had beaten Florida twice and finished above them in the SEC the way they did, State would have probably gotten that spot. I think if they had just won the one game, they might have gotten in. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just wanted to address that head on. I mean, I'm not mad at you for that opinion and others that have disagreed with you, but, you know, one way or the other. Um, so, Kansas. They didn't fire Jeff Long. I mean, they did. They're paying him one million. Of course, three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. He will be paid one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a month, starting in April of twenty twenty-one, and going through February of twenty twenty-two. One point nine million and change to Les Miles. One point almost four million. To Jeff Long, Kansas just wants them to go away, and they are willing to write checks to make that happen. Sports Talk Mississippi. It's going to be a college football 5 o'clock hour. We'll be right back.
You're listening to News. I'm Rich Dennison. The Democrat-led House today giving final approval to President Biden's nearly $2 trillion coronavirus relief package. The legislation includes up to $1,400 payments for many individuals, extends a $300 a week increase in unemployment benefits, and allocates money for vaccine distribution, school districts, and state and local governments, and other social safety nets. Republicans say much of that spending is unrelated to the pandemic. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. The Biden administration is making a large purchase of Johnson & Johnson's coronavirus vaccine. The White House says President Biden is directing the Health and Human Services Department to obtain 100 million doses of the one-time shot made by Johnson & Johnson. The president said Tuesday his administration is on track to have enough vaccines apply for every adult in America by the end of May. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting 437 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total up to just under 298,500. With the confirmation of 11 additional deaths, 6,845 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. On a positive note, Mississippi is quickly approaching 800,000 total administered doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. And the Voting Rights Act has passed in Washington. The bill criticized by Republicans would nullify portions of Mississippi law, according to Secretary of State Michael Watson. So we would have to follow this in federal elections, so voter ID is out the window when it comes to a federal election. Now, you could you could force them to show it in a state election, but again, because of H.R. 1, you could not force them to show it in a, in a federal election. Watson also called the provision for universal mail-in voting dangerous. The 2021 Honda Pioneer lineup is here to make light work of the job and add a heavy dose of fun to your day off. Every Pioneer side-by-side is stock full of smart technology, responsive power, and Honda's hallmark of engineering excellence. The only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Do you want to make more money? Do you need a high school diploma? Do you need help fast? 
No problem. Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. My Best, improving the quality of life for Mississippians. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. In a rural state like Mississippi, telemedicine is crucial, according to Representative Hank Zuber, who chairs the House Insurance Committee. He says it's an issue that lawmakers have spent plenty of time on. We've got the insurance companies involved. We've got the doctors involved. My obligation to the state of Mississippi is to watch out and consider the interest of the patient. So we're trying to bring all of those interests together and and just bring the very best product that we can to the House and the Senate. Zuber says telemedicine is high quality and very cost efficient. And FEMA has arrived in Mississippi to begin joint preliminary damage assessments for public assistance in over 30 counties that were impacted by last month's winter storm. The public assistance applies to local and state governments as well as eligible private nonprofits. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. We are going to spend the majority of this 5 o'clock hour talking college football, but there are two things that uh, we need to get to before we do that. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We are glad to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. You can text us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395 is the number. Get ready for faster phones. C Spire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Plus, it's even easier to experience 5G for yourself with C Spire's Real Deal Plan. Unlimited talk and text, 10 gigs of high-speed data, only $45 per month for each line with auto pay, no bull, learn more 
at cspire.com. We have not mentioned college baseball this afternoon. Uh, well, other than in our conversation with uh, Eric Sorensen. But that was more like big picture stuff. There were 11 baseball games involving SEC teams yesterday, and the league went 10 and 1. The only loss was number 15, Tennessee. They got blanked 9 to nothing at Charlotte. Kentucky beat Western Kentucky. Georgia beat Georgia Southern. Vanderbilt beat Memphis. Florida beat Georgia State. Mississippi State 10 zip over Grambling. Auburn came from behind to beat UAB 6 to 5. Alabama hit a walk off Grand Slam to beat South Alabama 11 to 8. LSU 10 to 4 over Texas Southern in eight innings. Ole Miss beat Alcorn State 11 to 1, and Texas A&M Corpus Christi lost to um, Texas A&M in College Station 7 zip. Hey, Dad. Story from last night for Mississippi State had to be Will Bednar, right? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, two innings, scoreless baseball. Did give up a leadoff double, which was erased on a caught stealing. Then he struck out the next five batters that he faced. Uh, State's pitching, obviously, you know, grambling, not the, the best baseball team in the world. But State's pitching looked really good. 13 total strikeouts in the game. Uh, they got, I think, what, uh, seven pitchers. Total uh, an inning, uh, at least one inning's worth of work brings the total up now. With Parker Stinnett getting his first uh, action of the year, State's now used twenty three pitchers uh, on the season. Just an incredible number. That um, that's insane, and that's happening in both Starfield and in Oxford. Ole Miss has thrown nineteen guys this year. It's incredible. I think there are four pitchers left, and I'm not sure of the names, but there. I think State has twenty seven on the roster. So there's four guys that have have not pitched uh, yet for Mississippi State. We'll see if, if they ever uh, find find an inning for them. Those guys as well. But that said, you know, states they're performing and uh, they're, they're they're pitching well. Saw a couple of those power arms last night. Stennett was in the mid 90s. Xavier Lovett mid 90s. Bednar mid 90s. Um, and then you know, batting wise, I mean, the first time through the order, Grambling was fine. Second time through the order, State scored eight runs total in the fifth and the sixth to put the game away. So. Good night for Mississippi State. Really tough matchup tonight, though, with Louisiana. That'll be a team that you would think would be a regional team uh, when it all comes comes down to it in uh, in May. Quick thought on Parker Stinnett. Transferred from Northwest, played high school ball at Oxford. He was a really good high school pitcher. He was good in JUCO. Is there an expectation that now that he is back full go, healthy, et cetera, that he could factor in for Mississippi State out of the bullpen? He's going to throw 95-96? Absolutely. 100%. The answer is yes. Yeah, I mean, you got that kind of talent, sure. Uh, State just has so many choices right now with, with what they want to do uh, pitching-wise. But there's a, there's a definitely going to be a role for a guy who can throw like that and throw for strikes. Uh, did they get yeah, – no, they did not give Bednar the win. So even – he went no. two innings, uh, Dylan Carmouche got the win. He, it was scoreless gotcha. when, he, when he left the game. So Dylan okay. Carmouche got the win. Ten runs on 11 hits for Mississippi State last night in the win against Grambling. They improved to 9-3. and three. And, as you said, the opponent tonight is the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns, perhaps colloquially known as Louisiana Lafayette. Just don't tell them that. They, they don't want to hear that. Um, big game tonight, right? Yeah, I think so. Like I said, I think you know Louisiana is a team that Will probably be a postseason team, and when they all get through it, you know they've they've been such a good program for the past decade, uh, basically. I, I would th- I would think this is another you know state's early season schedule: Texas, TCU, Texas Tech, Tulane, and now Louisiana. I think those are all uh, probably going to be 
uh, regional teams when we get down to it. I don't know about Kent State. I don't know what the MAC looks like, but I think State's played at least five teams that you can probably count on seeing uh, in the NCAA tournament when you get there. Ole Miss beat Alcorn State 11-1 to last night. The Rebels, I mean, it was kind of a icky game. Uh, Alcorn State used a bunch of pitchers. They walked uh, 10 in the game and, and hit also four. hit four batters. So 14 free passes. Uh, Ole Miss does not have a huge night offensively, uh, but they get the win and they do it in eight innings. Josh Mallett's the starter, got his first career start. Uh, he worked four innings, designated starter in the game, and was really good. Four innings, four hits, one walk, six strikeouts, didn't allow a run. The only run came off of Luke Baker. It was a solo home run from uh, Khalil Smith, who was batting in the leadoff spot. He got all of it, uh, jumped all over a fastball, and uh, put it into the left field bullpen. So Ole Miss gets the win. They do not play tonight. They've got ULM coming in for a three-game series this weekend. Uh, Louisiana playing in Starkville tonight, and then they will head to Hattiesburg this weekend for a three-game series with Southern Miss. So Mississippi State, the only team in the Magnolia State that is in action tonight. So that is a little bit of a baseball roundup. That was the one thing, or one thing I wanted to get to. Here was the other. Um, Borky, you, you found this story. Darren Heitner on Twitter is uh, a professor at the University of Florida Law School. He has a, uh, a website or blog or whatever, sports agent blog. He says the NCAA is petitioning to cancel a urology center's registered trademark for vasectomy mayhem, claiming that it's confusingly similar to NCAA marks like March Mayhem. He goes on to say you have to be a pretty cocky lawyer to attach your name to something like this. <laughs> I get it. Nailed it. Mm. I See, I don't know if I was, uh, whenever that day comes and I decide uh, to get one of those, I don't think I want my doctor describing what he's going to do. Mayhem. I would like you to be buttoned up and measured, sir. I don't want mayhem going on down there. You know what I mean? I understand what you mean. You know, I mean, we've talked about this before, but the number of those yes, dramatically yes, we have increases. Yes, talked about my vasectomy no, on the radio a well, number of times. Yeah, well, that's Harden. weird. Um, we yeah. have. Yeah, I know, I know. That's not what I was talking about, though. But why um, are they calling it mayhem? It's March Madness. Because the what's, NCAA what's has the... a trademark for literally everything that you can well, think March of mayhem? in terms of March, yeah. March mayhem, March madness, March craziness, all kinds of... They, Do I you mean, think they've got a trademark on snip madness? See, that's what they should do. But snip the nets. That that's like their best time of year. I read that last year. I think we talked about no it on question. the show a little bit, where guys will purposefully get one of those to where they're decommissioned for a few days so they can sit on the couch and watch basketball all day. I can assure you that my good friend Dr. Brent Harden will be busy Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. I was just waiting for a snicker or a chuckle from you guys. I was trying to make a pun about his first name, but it didn't come to me fast enough. Mm, fair enough. So, yeah. Uh, but, yes, that's the NCAA doing NCAA things. We're going to sue a urology clinic for using the phrase vasectomy madness for trying to promote vasectomies leading up to the NCAA tournament. You know, It's a great time. 
I like my vasectomies to probably be pretty calm if I ever get one. I don't want a lot of madness involved. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It was vasectomy mayhem. Mayhem. Either way, get the guy from State Farm or from Allstate or whatever it is. I'm mayhem. Uh, I'm about to do your vasectomy. Oops. We we have a uh, a burgeoning marketing genius on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. You need an additional tagline? Do it. This won't be the only thing cut this March. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah. Call Doctor Harden. We we've got some uh, pitches for him. Is Werner Ladder the official vasectomy ladder sponsor? Uh, Who are the official scissors? I know they're they've got to be official scissors. Fiskers. Right? Everything's branded. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh me. Uh. The NCAA being the NCAA. It's just absurd. I mean, nobody... We don't want our student-athletes to make money, but by golly, we don't want businesses to make... They're just anti-anybody making money other than themselves. Yes. I did find it funny. There were a couple of former employees of the NCAA that have had a change of heart about their practices. It's funny when you stop collecting seven-figure salaries, you start thinking that maybe what they're doing is wrong. Can't believe Maybe. that. Maybe. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We will get into the college football conversation and the college football fix when we come back with you on this Wednesday afternoon. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. Heavy delays, 475 southbound at 468, also 475 northbound at I-20. Seeing heavy delays on 20 at the stack westbound. Also seeing delays in Hines County, 20 eastbound just before exit 31. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fannin Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat in inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha Outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Minkota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha Outboard package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboard's annual open house, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. 
Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-2260. Ace Bolt Screw Company, locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We serve your entire fastener, safety equipment, and tool needs. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, the JT Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Suffice it to say, your texts are making me laugh. I'm not sure all of them are appropriate for on-the-air contact uh, content. Yeah, they are. Sharing. Just read away, then. We've said worse. That is uh, and that is by we, I mean true. as a company collectively, we have said worse. You're probably right. Good to be with you this afternoon. Uh, I want to share with you something that is coming up. Tomorrow, one week from tomorrow. Another one? That, you getting it reversed? Snip, snap, snip, snap? One week from no tomorrow. no idea the toll five vasectomies <laughs> takes on a person. Sports Talk Mississippi will be live next Thursday and next Friday from the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. And we can't wait. Next Thursday, you've got the first four. And then on Friday, the full first round of the NCAA tournament, we will be set up broadcasting live from the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge at the Golden Moon Casino in Philadelphia, and can't wait. And would love for you to come join us. Uh, I'm not sure of all of the protocols that are in place, but I do know that they are welcoming customers. could be that you got to have a mask on while you're inside. I, I just don't know the answer to that one way or the other. But we're going to be there Thursday and Friday next weekend. And would love for you to, uh, certainly want you to listen, but uh, if you're in the area or are thinking about finding a spot to watch basketball all day on Friday, come join us. It's going to be gotcha. uh, going to be a lot of fun. That's number one. And number two, along the same lines, we are going to have our annual NCAA Tournament Bracket Challenge, the Sports Talk Mississippi Bracket Challenge. And we have a really cool prize for the winner of this year's Bracket Challenge. Courtesy of the Golden Moon Casino and Pearl River Resort, we will have for you two nights lodging, two rounds of golf, your your, your choice at the Dancing Rabbit, either of the courses, Dogwoods or Azalea. You should do both, just a suggestion. Try them both. 
We have dinner for you and a guest at Philip M's. Hey, that does not qualify as a guest. <laughs> Why not? I mean, it could be, I guess. Good. I'll be your guest. And some other uh, meal coupons for the other dining establishments that are on the property. That's going to be the uh, the grand prize for the bracket challenge this year, and it's going to be fun. So, going to give you guest, some uh, give you extra all the incentive. Dirt and cross you want all of it, all that okay, you want. You need to know uh, quickly. While we're at it, let's give you the uh, sports talk, Mrs. Or excuse me, the um, sports book at timeout lounge pick of the day. Winner Borky, yesterday, by the way, a winner. He had BYU plus the fourteen. Sweated that in out the, there in uh, the championship game against Gonzaga. Yeah. Boy, you thought Gonzaga. that was an easy cover until late. Yeah, they led at halftime. No question. So, hoops tonight. This is the game you got to pick. Game one of the SEC tournament. Vanderbilt and Texas A&M. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock Central, so about eh, a little over half an hour from right now. And the line for that game is... Sorry, I thought I had it right here. I almost have it. Vanderbilt's favorite, aren't they? Vanderbilt is a one-point favorite. Vandy at 8-15. and 15, Texas A&M at 8-9 and nine on the year. Vanderbilt a one-point favorite against Texas A&M at 6 o'clock tonight. Pearl River Resort pick of the day is... The doors. I'm with you. Vandy laying the point. I like it. A&M did play well against Arkansas on the road, though, their last time out. Scored 80 points in Fayetteville. Looked okay Okay. after a month hiatus, but uh, you like the home team. I mean, I tell you what. I tell you what, Borky. You won yesterday. You're on a... uh, Let's let's see if we can make it two in a row. He's on a heater. I'll let you make the pick. Oh, I, I, it was fine with yours. I, I was more just asking. You're going with Vanderbilt, even though A&M looked good the last time out. I, I wouldn't touch this with a, I wouldn't touch it. Okay. The doors. Riders you know, the on day the destroys storm. the night. Night divides <laughs> the day. Let's go. You guys had a little Pat Green at the ballpark last night, hey, Dad? I sent you that video. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was fantastic. so good. I laughed so hard when I saw it. Who sent this a reply to Brian in Clarksdale, by the way, because I am still laughing about it. That was me, but I uh, oh can't God. read that on the air. I tell you, I, I'm going to buy your dad a beer, though. That's really <laughs> funny. Mm. Uh, right. So, yeah, they're, they're your, uh, your sports book at Timeout Lounge Pick of the Day. Vanderbilt minus one, laying a point tonight against Texas A&M in game one of the SEC tournament. Football, let's go. It's time right now for the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. 44 straight years, F-Series best-selling trucks in America. F-150 is the best-selling vehicle in America. Test drive one today at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. 
You want to do this alphabetically? We're going to go 1 through 14. If we stretch it out over a couple of days, that's okay. The idea is we ask, what is the biggest question, the single biggest question in your mind for each of the 14 teams, not going into the opener, going into the spring? Going into spring practice, which is beginning or has begun all over the SEC. Although I think I saw Texas A&M push the start of their spring practice back to the end of March. Whatever. So, should we just do this alphabetically? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, get after it. For the University of Alabama, biggest question going into the spring for the Crimson Tide. Oh, that's it. that's the easiest one on the list, probably. It's all about the quarterback yeah. position because, yeah, they had some coaching staff turnover, but, I mean, you know Nick you Saban by now. That doesn't matter. They lost some players, and you know by now, it doesn't matter. What's crazy about Alabama and Nick Saban in the last decade is they went from winning championships with average quarterback play because they just didn't need it. Now they're doing it with above-average, high-level, elite quarterback play can this kid be that guy? Because while Alabama's a machine, if he's just average, you're not winning championships with average quarterback play anymore. I agree. I'm not worried about whether or not Alabama's got somebody that can replace Najee Harris. Although I do think his contribution is perhaps undersold just a little bit. He was really good and really important to what Alabama did offensively. I know they were an air attack. I I get that. But I just kind of feel like they'll plug and play at running back. And that may be unfair. I mean, Trey Sanders was the number one running back in the country coming out of high school. I mean, I'm not worried about that. Sure. Harris is going to go to an NFL team that's going to be thrilled that he's got a lot of tread left on those tires. Are we a little surprised? Absolutely. That, I don't know who the guy would have been, but that Alabama didn't entertain the idea of a of a transfer quarterback here, just to have a, a little experience on the roster. You got to tell me who it would have been. I know I said, you just I, said I, you I don't. don't, I, don't I, know, I know. I know you just know said that, been. but you got to tell me who it would have been for me to say, yeah, that might would have made sense. Who, what, what? Bowman from McKenzie, Texas Tech, Mackenzie Milton. Had they made a push for him? Mm. I don't know if those either of those do a whole lot for me. One of the ten quarterbacks that transferred from Mississippi State this past year? Garrett Schrader to Alabama. Oh, God. He'd shave. He'd have to shave. Did you just say Jarrett Schrader? Garrett. Garrett Schrader, I said. I sure thought you said Jarrett. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, of course, what... I mean, I alluded to this when we were kind of teasing this back at the beginning of the show. It's simple for Alabama. Does Bryce Young have to be Mac Jones, though? Does he have to be Jalen Hurts? Does he have to be Tua Tagovailoa? Can he be yeah. a step below those three and I still be good no. enough for Alabama to win a championship? I say no, because I don't know who the other guys are. I don't know who, you know, who Devontae Smith is gone, Waddle is gone, Najee Harris is gone. And I know they've got top guys, but I don't know who those guys are. I feel like they might need their quarterback to, to lead them a little bit this year. 
Do we know enough about Bryce Young beyond everybody loved him in the recruiting process to know for sure that he can be that guy? Very limited action. I wasn't sold as this is the next prodigy. It wasn't like when you saw Tua and Trevor Lawrence and those guys. Sports Talk Mississippi. we got a grand total of one team checked off the list. Arkansas up next. Biggest question for the Hogs going into spring ball. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 78. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 58. Your Thursday, mostly cloudy, high near 80 degrees. Thursday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 59. Your Friday, mostly cloudy, high near 81. Friday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And rolling into your Saturday, 20% chance of showers early, then partly sunny, high near 81. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard Dealer in Brandon. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash covid Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Big Pop. A Big Pop Gun Show invites you to the Capital City Gun Show Saturday, March 13th, Sunday, March 14th at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple, I-55 South, Exit 88, Elton Road, Exit on the Frontage Road. There will be plenty of buying, selling, trading, gun appraisals, all kinds of gun accessories. All federal, state, and local laws must apply, and COVID safety guidelines must be applied for all of our safety reasons. I-55 South, Exit 88 at the Wahhabi Shrine Temple. See y'all this weekend. It's scary to be diagnosed with stage 3 rectal cancer at age 30. I was a new mom with a new job and a husband out of town when I found out. So I'm very thankful for St. Dominic's. I met with a different specialist every day for a week. And all of a sudden, I had an entire team of medical professionals coming together to save my life. And that's exactly what they did for me and my son. Thanks to St. Dominic's, I can be the mom I always wanted to be. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. 
I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Department of Health is reporting 437 new cases of COVID-19. The latest report brings the state's total up to just under 298,500. With the confirmation of 11 additional deaths, 6,845 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. On a positive note, Mississippi is quickly approaching 800,000 total administered doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. Vaccine. And the Voting Rights Act has passed in Washington. The bill, criticized by Republicans, would nullify portions of Mississippi law, according to Secretary of State Michael Watson. So we would have to follow this in federal elections, so voter ID is out the window when it comes to a federal election. Now, you could you could force them to show it in a state election, but again, because of H.R. 1, you could not force them to show it in a, in a federal election. Watson also called the provision for universal mail-in voting dangerous. Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they gotta say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on supertalktv.com. The Junction, in the Grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Johnny was a schoolboy when he heard his first Beatles song. Love me do, I think it wasn't from there, it didn't take him long. Got himself a guitar. Biggest question for each SEC team going into the start of spring practice. We concur that at Alabama it is, can Bryce Young fill the void left by Mac Jones, who had maybe the best individual season as a quarterback in SEC history? If not the best, probably the second best, and we weren't sure that we would ever see a season quite like what Joe Burrow had at LSU just two years ago. And then Mac Jones kind of did. Arkansas. Is your, it's cool. Go ahead. Uh, is your roster ready to actually compete now? 
aside from replacing your quarterback, which is the biggest question. But I think when you look at Arkansas last year, they were a fun story. Sam Pittman was the guy that everybody laughed at, and suddenly he's got a competitive football team. But they went 3-7, and and their three wins were over a one-touchdown win over a Mississippi State team whose best players were freshmen. Not a very good Mississippi State team, if we're being honest. A win over Ole Miss that took seven turnovers at home for them to get, and a win over Tennessee, who fired their coach. They gave up, in the last four weeks of the season, 63, 50, and 52 points in three games. I mean, as great of a story as it was, and they won some games and all that, in reality... That's not a competitive football team yet. So are you there yet? And, of course, replacing your quarterback. It's almost like you have to ask, Was and they only won three games, I know that, but they were competitive throughout the season. But was that was there something fluky about that? I don't know the answer to that question. And, you know, because we know that from a recruiting standpoint, top to bottom, that's not the best roster in the SEC. So now with a year of, of, of everybody, you know, getting better, are they prepared? To, can they win? You know, what's a good season for them? Five? If they go, go to a bowl with six? I don't know their non-conference schedule off the top of my head, so I don't know. I was actually, as you were thinking about that, curious about their schedule for this year. Um, I don't know what to make of Arkansas. I got a bunch of guys coming back. Not all of them. I mean, obviously, quarterback, there is a uh, a change there. Arkansas will open with Rice, and they will play Texas in Week 2. Then they've got Georgia Southern, A&M, Georgia, Ole Miss, Auburn, Arkansas, Pine Bluff. Ooh. So they'd probably go 3-1 and one in their non-conference games. So are there three wins in the SEC for Arkansas to get to a bowl game. Ceasefire text line, biggest question, is Sam Pittman legit? Yeah. I think Sam Pittman is legit. I don't know if this would be the best year to judge it because they are, I mean, and like you said, there should be three non-conference wins right here. There should be. And they did sneak up and beat three SEC teams last year. I still don't think it's fair to fully judge him as a coach because the roster he inherited was very talent-depleted and still should be. Don't you know that Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium is going to be nuts on Saturday, September 11th, when they host the Texas Longhorns? Packed to the... Gills. Wonder if any Arkansas fans are going to be wearing Hook'em Hogs shirts, or is that just what weird Ole Miss people did? You don't remember that, do you? Uh, there, there were shirts, and it was just a select few. I'm not. This is not all Ole Miss fans. It was the ones that were wearing Hook'em Rebels shirts. The Ole Miss fans, when Texas was in town, who happened to be from Texas and just could not pick a side. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. I don't think there's any side-picking when it comes to Arkansas and Texas. You're one or the other. I don't know if there's any middle ground. I, I think my question... I, I believe in 
Kendall Bryles as a play caller. I think. And so I think they will be functional offensively. They may be good offensively. I don't know if they're going to be great. My question is on the Arkansas defensive side. Can they take a step forward? Now, again, I mean, the roster, it's got to be baby steps because they're not going to just be a roster that can compete for the West overnight. I thought against Ole Miss, and, and certainly Ole Miss gave Arkansas some things, but they were impressive that day defensively. I didn't think that when I saw them down the stretch against some other teams a year ago. So, to me, it's can Arkansas's defense take a significant step forward in year two with Barry Odom? He's still the defensive coordinator, right? Yeah, that's right. Guy's a good defensive coordinator. So that's my question for Arkansas. Auburn, the Auburn Tigers. Biggest question for you going into spring practice for the Auburn Tigers in year one under Brian Harson. Are your fans prepared to lose five games this season? They should be. <laughs> I mean, what's, what's one more at this point in the game? Been losing four all these years. I'm interested in Derek Mason. I mean, they lost some talent. You know, Big Cat Brian, especially, he went to UCF to play for his former coach. Must have really mm-hmm. loved Gus. Um, but Auburn's recruited very well. The cupboard is definitely not bare. But Derek Mason returning to his roots as a defensive coordinator. Um, that is a very under-the-radar situation, I think. Auburn might have a really salty defense, and people aren't really talking about it all that much. But that might be something, when you go... When they go to Penn State, for example, in week three, their first real game this season, and they only give up 14 points, don't be surprised. You think they win that game? I think they they certainly can. Mm. Penn State was awful this past year, don't forget. And That's they battled crazy. some injuries as well. But they were really bad. And the talent could, should be in Auburn's favor, even with Bo Nix still playing quarterback inexplicably. They could win that game and still lose five games, though. Yep. Because, like you said, Penn State's not very good. I mean, what is Bo Nix? Is he actually any good? If you say yes, then Auburn could be a team to worry about. If you say no, well, then they're going to lose five games. And it's just, it's just that simple for me. Auburn's non-conference schedule, Akron, Alabama State, at Penn State, Georgia State. First four of the year. Should be 4-0. So you're giving them a win in Happy Valley. I, I, I think they can win that game. I just like, like Borky said, Penn State was awful last year. They couldn't beat anybody. Well, they, they, they played better down the stretch than they did at the beginning of the year. I, mean, I agree they with that. They were terrible I mean, at the beginning. I, I just don't know. I don't know. Okay. It's a, it's a toss-up at best. Couple of questions on the ceasefire text line about Auburn. Biggest questions going into the spring: Why is Bo Nix still the starter? Yeah. Also, can JJ Pegues be more of an impact? I don't know enough about the, what how Brian Harson and how his offense involves the tight end to answer that question. Yeah, you know who the uh, the quarterback, the coach at Georgia State is still right. 
the guy that took over for Steve Spurrier, Sean Elliott, the former oh, yeah, South right, Carolina yeah. offensive line coach. Yeah, he was the interim that lost to the Citadel. And uh, he's at Georgia State. Beat Tennessee, though. Here's what I'm curious about with Auburn. And, and look, I mean, I, it may be lazy to, to go to the quarterback so many times, the, the quarterback well so many times in this conversation. But clearly, from a development standpoint, Bo Nix did not grow up very much from the time he stepped on campus. And I think he was an early enrollee, if I remember correctly, through the last game that he played under Gus Malzahn. Why not? A talented kid, big enough arm, smart. But he didn't really get better. He may have gotten a little better. He's got Shea Patterson syndrome when it comes to pressure. He bails out of the pocket early. And so my question is, can a new coaching staff get more out of Bo Nix than the previous Auburn coaching staff was able to get out of him? Can they take Bo Nix and turn him in? He doesn't have to be the best quarterback in the SEC. He doesn't have to throw for 4,000 yards. But he can, can he throw for 3,100 yards and 22 touchdowns and have eight picks? And if he does, that's probably a really good season for Bo Nix. Can this new staff bring him along in a way that the previous staff was not able to do? Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and in Brandon, just call 601-605-4443. Still seeing the typical delays at the Stack 20 eastbound and westbound. In Flowood, look for delays on Lakeland northbound uh, just past Flowood Drive. Also seeing delays 475 southbound at 468. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call 601-353-5217. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream, the new degree of comfort. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-2260. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
It's the open house event of the year at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service on Old Fannin Road in Flowood. For just two days, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, the entire staff at RJ's will be profiling every boat and inventory to the public. Special incentives will be offered on select models in stock for just two days. Factory reps will also be on hand to answer any of your questions. RJ sells top-of-the-line boat brands like Skeeter Performance Fishing Boats, Bennington Luxury Pontoon Boats, G3, War Eagle, and Express Aluminum Fishing Boats. All the brands that RJ's carries are powered by Yamaha Outboards. From the ultra-portable Yamaha F2.5 to the mighty Yamaha F425 XTO, you won't find a better outboard on the market. Also on site will be reps from Humminbird Depth Finders and Minkota Trolling Motors. Don't forget to drop in before or during the event to register for a chance to win a G3 boat with a Yamaha Outboard Package. Drawing held on Saturday, RJ's Outboards Annual Open House, Friday, March 12th and Saturday, March 13th, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reds. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is a time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our great American cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. that we would uh, spread the college football conversation out over the hour. What I should have said is we're going to spread the college football spring football questions conversation out over the rest of the week. Looks Happy to do just that with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Going to be part of the conversation. You can do that. 601-879-4395. Ceasefire text line, Knicks should be better this year with some better quarterback coaching. Gus is a quarterback career killer. Is he, though? He's only only had, I mean, Nick Marshall was a converted DB that he turned into a very serviceable quarterback, but he had a great team around him, too. Um, But beyond that, I mean, he hasn't really done as head coach. Now, he did have Cam Newton. 
But I, I would go out on a limb and say that any one of us could have been successful with Cam Newton. I mean, he won a Sugar Bowl with Jarrett Stidham, didn't he? No, he lost the Sugar Bowl with Jarrett Stidham. They lost that Sugar Bowl. Yeah. They also had four losses. <laughs> yeah. Which is one better than Hey Dad predicts on an annual basis? I'd say around four. Yeah. I'm going to be on five this year, though. We'll see. You think five's the number? And and that was giving them... That means they go three and five in the league. I mean... I know they're going to lose to Alabama. Okay. I know they're, they're going to lose to Georgia. That's two. At Arkansas? Who's their other East team? South Carolina? Well, you know, I say that. They lost South Carolina last year. Um... I mean, they've got toss-ups, you know. I mean, I feel like Ole Miss is definitely a toss-up for them. I feel like A and they'll probably lose at A and M. Okay. LSU is a toss-up for them. Right now, they're probably favored against State, but when we time we get to November, I don't know. So yeah, I mean, if they went seven and five, I'm not going to be totally shocked. And the Penn State game is a toss-up game. I just I think they might be favored. They, they might win it, but. It's it's definitely not like they're just locked in as a ten point favorite or something. Next on the list, the University of Florida Gators. Ah, well, here we go. Let's talk about us. Has the shoe landed yet? Ah, hmm. football move. Seriously though, I mean it's they <laughs> they were there. I mean they were there. They were there. That was the thing. Can Dan Mullen get them there? And they were if that idiot just doesn't throw a shoe. They were there. Not not with Emory Jones, I don't think. If that's the quarterback, I don't I don't I mean he'll be good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Dan Mullen's gonna have a bad quarterback, but that's not a national championship team at all. They're, they're, they're not I think the best I've team said before the the thing for me that that stands out about Emory Jones, and it's such a small sample size, and it was the first game of the year, but he threw as bad a pass. I mean, look. You can say I'm being hyperbolic. It's fine. The ball that he threw on the one play he came in where they were like, hey, let's trick Ole Miss. We'll uh, we'll make them think he's going to run the football, and then he'll throw it instead. That's fine. I am 40 years old and have not thrown a football in a game setting in 22 years, and I was average at best then, and I know for a fact I can throw the ball better than he threw on that particular play. And so that has like shaped what I think about Emory Jones, which probably isn't fair, because with the ball in his hands, making plays with his feet, he is slippery, he is quick, he is fast. He is electric. That's all well and good. You better be able to throw the football. You better be able to throw the football, and I don't know if that if, if Emory Jones can do that consistently in the SEC or not. I don't know. And they just you know, and you know, losing Kadarius Tony, I think that's a big blow for Florida. I mean, that guy was such a playmaker for them last year. I just don't know. He might be a I, Saint I, I, next year. That's I saw that they, today. They had a guy named Pitts that was pretty good also. And yeah, don't forget him. So they got to replace all that. I mean, and no Eric Gilbert. So their replacement for Pitts isn't there anymore. At best, they are the second best team in the East. 
That's their ceiling. Nine wins, probably. Decent bowl game. So what's the question about Florida going into spring ball in your mind? Honestly, is that good enough? Is that good enough? This is what you hired Dan Mullen for, to win championships, to get ahead of Georgia. I don't think you're there. Is that good enough? We have ticked off four of the 14 in the SEC. We will continue this exercise tomorrow and probably on Friday as well. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us. Three minutes until tip-off for Texas A&M and Vanderbilt. Game one of the SEC tournament in Nashville. Enjoy your Wednesday night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mississippi Media Production.